I'm Arnie, your illustrious not person, and this is Drew. <laughs> He's just Drew. Um, I think today we're going to be talking about a movie. Yeah. That won Best Picture and Best Foreign Picture, and is the first Korean movie to ever win the Best Picture in America, Parasite. Um, Drew, do you remember what the movie is about? <laughs> oh, shit, Amber Alert. Let's see. Storyline. <laughs> the Kims, mother, father, and their young adult offspring are poor family living in a shabby and cramped half-basement apartment in a busy lower, lower working-class commercial district of Seoul. Without even knowing it, they, they, especially Mr. and Mrs. Kim, literally smell of poverty. Often as a collective, they participate minor, they, they perpetrate minor scams to get by, and even when they have jobs, they do, to, they do the minimum work required. Ki-woo is the one who has dreams of getting out of poverty by one day going to university despite not having the university education. Kai-woo is chosen by his university student friend, Min, who is leaving to go to school to take over his tutoring job to Park Dahi, I think that's how you say your name. I'm going to butcher these names. They're South Korean. Yeah. <laughs> um, Min plans to date once he returns to Seoul, and she herself is in university. The Parks are a wealthy family who for four years have lived in their moder modernistic home designed by the former residents of famed architect Nam Goon. That's it. Nam Goon. That's pretty, that's pretty accurate. It won Best yeah. Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Foreign Film. Which I want to see are the ones that, like, I mean, those are the highest ones. And I believe right. it was like such those a are the good real movie. ones, the right. meaty ones. Right. Those are the non-commercial the, non, uh, non break ones. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I think the Academy does this thing where they, like, have to give you know, the voters are like, I'm going to give Parasite Best Picture. So I'm going to give production design to something else. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. not all of the members of the Academy wanted to give it all of the awards. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, what about this movie struck a chord with you? If you're thinking about it in terms of our current climate in this country. Oh, I, I love that. Like, there was no... I love that there was no one villain. Yeah. That there that everybody had a, a shade of gray to them everybody was kind of shitty and not bad like you can see they're fending everyone's fending for themselves you know like right but that like there was no tr one true villain we were all let's just say like the we we were all villains to each other yeah or the or they were everyone in yeah. the movie was yeah. their own was you know was each other's villain right yeah yeah, exactly. So, um, right, what do you think? So, I, I saw that when I finished watching this movie, I definitely thought to myself, this is an entire allegory about socioeconomic classes uh, and the way they interact with each other, and then how, like, the capitalist society um, separates us, but also makes us come together when it comes for monetary gain, right? Or just participating in a capitalist society, the lower class and the higher class are, you know, connected, but completely separate. When this movie is over, you realize that the Kim family who infiltrated 
the Park family, the wealthy family, right? They became the parasite and they slowly, slowly started to completely take over the house mm -hmm. to the point where they literally lived in the house for one night until the former parasite, the old housekeeper, just shows up randomly one night, right? And then you find out that her husband's been living under the fucking basement since before she left for like four years, yeah. already being a parasite of the house before the Kim family even came in there. He actually like hits the fucking button so uh -huh. that the Mr. Park thinks that he's walking up the stairs and there's motion lights. There's one thing about the movie that I didn't realize until I watched this, but the actual, like, so first the plot, I feel crescendos, and then it, and then it, like, has this, this nice flattening, which is when the Kims are in the house, when the parks are out camping, yeah. right? And then as soon as the old housekeeper shows up, it just ramps up to 11. And mm -hmm. then that's when, it, that's when it turns to a two thriller, right? It's a comedy drama all the way until the old housekeeper comes back. Then it just shifts. He, he's like a, he's a master of sprinkling in foreshadowing. Oh, for Throughout sure. the movie. It's, uh, it's, it's fucking, like it's hard to fucking do because you have to have your story nailed down so hard that you are able to just kind of go backtrack and sprinkle in little, little taste and nuggets of what the ending is going to be. And mm -hmm. uh, the smell is like literally the, the, the reason it's such the perfect literary device for both what this movie is for and what it means is because at the end of the movie, when the final, when the final fucking, you know, climax happens, it's not the fucking Kim family that smells. Right. It's the fucking dude who was living in the basement for four years. That yep. smells right. Uh huh. The, the Mr. Park smells him. And, he, and there, the, the direction of that moment is so finely tuned and the foreshadowing of that smell and its importance had been sprinkled in before you watch that scene. It's so built in so many times. Like so many times yeah. when, they're, when they're having sex on the couch and it's yeah. like, uh, yeah. oh, it smells like, it smells like, and he's like, he's sitting there under the couch and he kind of like, and it's subtle. Himself. It's, it's, it's subtle just so subtle. subtle. It's yeah. subtle. It's subtle. It's subtle as fuck. It, 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 but it, it carries it up to the crescendo to the point where it literally becomes the it literally becomes like the impetus for for the, the climax and like that is just one of like many literary devices in that movie you know like yeah. there's just so much that's you can go in depth for hours about it uh like I, I was thinking I was I heard somebody reference the um the metaphor of the storm well, like the, mm. you know, the rich family sits there and they're like, look how beautiful the rain is yeah, as it like, yeah. as they, as they have this glass house and it's, you know, it's just sprinkling outside and the guy, the little kids in his tent yet when the poor people get to their house, it's like, great. It's, it's raining and yeah. our entire house is six feet underwater. Yeah. And like now salvage whatever we can. I mean, like that just, that has so much. It's a dichotomy, it a, right? Yeah. And it's such a great metaphor for a lot of what takes place in this movie. And if you kind of, uh, yeah, no, there's also, there's also an alliteration of stairs. Oh yeah. So, so like the, 
At Hills so Kim, Heights? Yeah, so the Kim family lives in a basement home. Uh-huh. And the Park family lives on a mountain. And then the gift that, I forget his name, the main, you would say he's kind of the protagonist of this movie. The, the guy the, who, gets, uh, who gets the job at the Park family, what's his name? The son? I'm just call him the son. He gets mm-hmm. a gift of a fucking, is it a, it's, like a, it's, it's a rock. But it looks it's like a, a geology, mountain. yeah, some sort of geology. It um, looks like a mountain. Rock. You know what I mean? It looks literally yeah. like a fucking mountain. And he's looking at it towards that middle part of the movie where, like, where like they've already realized that the former housekeeper is living underneath the house, and they're back at their place. It's flooded out. He grabs the rock, and as he's looking at it, I realize that that rock which symbolizes a mountain to me symbolizes the weight that he has to go through the fact that he'll have to climb a mountain to live a life like them. Um, and it's also like the beginning impetus for the, for the story to start. Mm-hmm. And it is also how he, he almost dies. Right. Right. Well, it's one of the things he saves. It's one of the things he saves when his house is being flooded. Right. Yeah. And then uh, it's somehow, it gets to the house, right? It gets to yeah. the house, to the rich people's house. And then um, that, that like awesome graphic scene where he like already hit him with it and he picks it back up and then just like bounces it on his head one more time. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I think the guy's name's Dong. Yeah. I think so. Guy in the basement. No, no, right. the, the, the son, the son's. Oh, the okay. Guy in the basement. I forgot what his name is, but like Young is the kid and he's already like knocked him on top of the head and he's like has this puddle of blood and then he just like then he just throws it again and it it literally just like yeah. ricochets. Yeah. It like comes back. Off up. his head. Yeah. So he cares about every moment in this film and he just really wants us to to be in that like that same state of mind. It's taut. You know, everything yep. is tight. Everything is intentional. Mm-hmm. Um the Irishman. Right? It's a perfect example of a movie that just had too much stuff that just lingered too long. Oh, did you watch The Irishman? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, yeah, that was, that was one of the best pictures. Um, yeah, that, that movie, great movie. There was just too much checking into a hotel, getting out of a car. <laughs> um, just these, just, just like small, there's too, there's too many meandering moments that really didn't right. have anything to do with story or focusing on part of the story or growing the story. You know, in this movie, it's like there was just no subtleties missing here from like perfect example. Um, so when the guy invites his sister to be the art teacher for the young boy, okay, she comes in, tells the mom that I need to be alone with the boy. And then when the lesson's over, she walks down and tells the mother that they need to talk alone. So the housekeeper walks away. And then you see this, this, this subtle camera movement as she moves the chair for her to sit next to yeah. her. It's subtle, it's small, but it communicates so much, right? Mm-hmm. It communicates so much about her character and wh- how she's gonna deliver a message, right? It's like a, it's a like, it's like a, you, like you need to sit down, you know, it's a combination of a camera movement 
and the and the way she moved the chair over without looking at her with kind of a uh, authoritarian move, right? And it was just it was also just such a um a hard like a hard to uh like a very unnoticeable move to to see the artwork. The artwork yeah. that they she's kind of referring to. It's uh, communicating in that, that same thing. Yeah, it, it's communicating so much in just one moment. There's mm-hmm. no words, no words at all. You just see the uh, the camera pan slightly to the right as she pulls out the chair. But in her physical acting and the camera movement, it was you the, gave the audience member a feeling of oh, this is important, right? She has to sit down because this is an important conversation. It's just such a small thing. So that, that's when directing, that's when directing is at its best. When you communicate, yeah. when you can communicate a story without saying a fucking word, right? That, that, that is direct, that's pure directing. And this movie is just filled to the brim with those subtleties. So uh, Bong Joon-ho apparently um, tries to bring in subtle image, imagery of climate change into his movies. And mm-hmm. that was kind of one of the subtle things that he wanted to bring into this one. And um, the rain, one, represents climate change, but it also represents what happens to poor people when climate change will probably happen, right? Those who live at the lower end, the more poverty-stricken, will probably have to, to suffer more from, from that happening. And when the rain happens, it does, I mean, it does so many things. It, it makes the Park family turn around right? Completely destroying what the Kim family who was enjoying this lavish evening in their house destroys that. You know, at the same time, during the rain, the housekeeper comes back, right? And that, that whole scene happens. And then when they finally get out of the house in the middle of the night in the rain, some more alliteration, they're, you know, they're running down the hill to come back home as the rain is filling up the streets. And when the main character guy looks down at his feet and he realizes this strain is a lot. And in that moment, you know, with the acting and the camera angles, you can tell what's going to happen. He brings his eyes up and then the camera goes straight to their house where it should be. And like everyone around them is like in crisis mode. Some guy's trying to get his bike out. Some guy's trying to like swim out. There's a dog. Um, speaking of dogs. Hey, baby. Uh, they're asking for help. Like they're like, "Hey yeah. man, can you help me get some of my stuff out?" I'm like, "I got my own yeah. shit." <laughs> yeah, and then it floods out their home. Yep, it floods out their home, and then they try their best to get their shit out. I love that scene with the daughter, and she's just like, she has her hand on the toilet, trying to make it not spit up anymore. It keeps, yeah, while it like she's spits, smoking a cigarette. It spits in her face, and then she just gets on there and sits on it. She finds that cigarette pack. She cracks open a cigarette. She sees like this money that like is really useless now to like, she looks at this money that's just now useless to her because they don't even have a fucking home now. Yeah. Yeah. And and, like, uh, yeah, she, you know, she lights up the cigarette and it's just such a, uh, and it's not like wasted either. Like you were talking about just now with like Irishman or Anna, but it just like, you know, it pans out on her, just sitting there and it's just this fucking hell's going on. Yeah. And she's just like, it's so beautiful because she's like, really, what else can I do? There's yeah. like, there's no point. For <laughs> sure. like, there's no point in trying to salvage any of this because it's all fucking ruined. Yeah. And I think that that 
that whole that even that that sentence that phrase is where we are in the movie yeah. as well uh she was the one concerned about like well what happened to those people down in the basement you know like yeah. oh we just tied them up well what are we going to do about it like she she's the most concerned about it she's like are we going to kill them are we not going to kill them like we got to keep yeah. this hustle alive then she she asked the mom where should we should we should come to an understanding with them right <laughs> And then she was about to give the, give them food, but then Miss Park comes around the corner and keeps her from going downstairs. Right, and it's almost like they're gonna make peace, the peace offering, right? Yeah, yeah. But at this point, I think the housekeeper's already dead. We didn't see her die, but she said she had a concussion while she was on the ground the night yeah. before. So, I mean, I'm pre- I don't really know much about concussions, but I'm pretty sure you have to go to a hospital or see a doctor like immediately. <laughs> or something or like something well, it, and it's perfect because she goes outside while the while dong comes downstairs yeah, yeah. and it, it's just such a great change and like you see all this happening like everything it's just shot so beautifully too I mean, it's like, just again it's just, like again it goes back to the point there's no wasted time in this movie no, the father and, you see the father struggling he's already struggling with everything else yeah, he knows what kind. Of, he had to go to like you know he went to this um, like that rec center that uh, that homeless shelter just to pick out some clothes that he can wear that day. Yeah, <laughs> he's having to pick up everything for this party. Uh, yeah, and then that and one scene pissed. in the car, that one scene in the car, while she's talking to her friend on the phone with her feet up on the seat. Guess what happens? Yeah, <laughs> but before that, she says to a person on the phone. We traded a camping trip for uh, uh, like an a, afternoon party. A beautiful garden party, yep. Beautiful garden party. And then she smells the thing, right? Again, kind of reiterating the point of the smell. Uh-huh. But also, we're going Cracks back to window. the rain. We're going back to the rain and back to the smell in the same scene, right? Cracks the window. And he notices, right? So again, communicating to him, oh, they're smelling me again. It's that smell again. Yeah, and... And then just that whole thing where, you know, like he's dressed up as an Indian. He kind of doesn't want to do it. He's just like, like really? And he's, he's destroyed. He's yeah, destroyed. He's, he's just, he's had it. He's like, it's not yeah. even worth the con anymore. Yeah. And then it's like, you know what, like, dude, you're getting paid overtime today. And I was just like, dude, it, it's just so funny. Cause uh, I bet you, you know, this, like, uh, like anytime I've been told that, I feel like it's such a disgrace when someone tells that to me. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know what? You're getting paid for this. I'm like, that, that is like one of the easiest, yeah. like verbal sucker punches yeah. to anybody. Like, you what, you're man. getting paid for this. And he still doesn't break. He still keeps it together. Yeah. He sees, um, who, I forget who's the first victim. I get, he sees his daughter get stabbed. Yeah. He That's sees it. He sees the daughter get stabbed. No, he still has it. He's still yeah. cool. He's still yeah. keeping calm, but he knows that if he wants to, exp- if he has to explain this ruse, that they have to kind of keep a distance. So like he, he's trying to put pressure on her wound. Uh, one of my favorite lines is like, she's like, please stop putting pressure on it. It just hurts. <laughs> I, I forgot yeah. what it says. She just yeah. like says that it's just painful now. Like she says something like that. Um, but, it, but he doesn't snap there. He snaps when the the park, Mr. Yeah, park, Mr. Has, Mr. To, park 
has to grab his own damn fucking keys yeah. from the ground. Yeah. Underneath and, underneath the fucking old dude. Yep. Who just Crazy stabbed dude. his daughter. Yeah. yeah. And, and now he has to go pick it up and he doesn't like the smell of yeah. getting his own keys. Yeah. And then that's what breaks him. And yeah. that what was is what makes him snap. Yeah. And I mean like that's that like you know like stabbing and he sees his son. Before that, he doesn't even snap at his son cuz he sees his son's been beaten and that um his girlfriend is is like carrying him piggyback style. Which by the way, how the hell did she pick him up? <laughs> Dude. I have no <laughs> idea. It, that was crazy. How short she was compared to him. Dead body too, like that like, dead weight. That oh is, man, <laughs> that is good lord. I'm just yeah, just to think. But also throwing a bit of comedy in there, I guess if you're watching it in slow mo, because it happens quickly. <laughs> but he, she fucking picks up a dead body. I know. All he's he's piggybacking this fucking like can't be more than five, four foot five chick. Right. <laughs> yep. But thank God out. for her because she, you know, she saved Save his life. Him. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happens to them. I don't know why they don't become anything, but. <laughs> the production design for this was especially um, poignant. Uh, it was very interesting that I saw that all that got built. Like, he, he needed it to be so perfect mm. that all that is not based on any place, any pl one place that's real. The whole neighborhood had to be built out because wow. he he had such this vision for it that mm -hmm. could like nothing could be uh, wrong with it. So he they built uh, all the all the things that you mentioned were uh, were built out the the neighborhood the the trail up the path to yeah. the house that entryway yeah. was all built for the movie and so was the entire alley where they live. Mm. That's crazy. It's nuts. It's funny how there's so much production value, but it doesn't feel like a big sweeping movie. Right. It, it, it feels like a, it just feels like a fucking, like a, like a good um, mid-level budget art house film. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's sweeping, but there are like, there's just like, there's such, there's such like rawness and realness. Yeah. But it's also so perfect. It's so perfectly illustrated, the, the environment perfectly illustrated the message of social class and inequality, right? Um, the, 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 because their little neighborhood, it, like the, the environments were a character on their own, right? The apartment, the neighborhood, and then the park's house living on the hill, how nice and beautiful it was and beautifully architecture, right? It all, it all kind of came together and helped tell the underlying story of this, which is like, this is about social class, right? Mm -hmm. And the, and the production design was built around that aesthetic it, like, to illustrate the differences between these two people and these two different lives and how, and then with this family going up to the park house and infiltrating that and the smell from the poverty coming with them, right? It's just like this, it's this beautiful dichotomy to it. And I think the production design had a lot, had a lot to do with uh, cementing that social class undertone to it. 
what's what's so great is that we've we've gone you know over uh almost an hour talking about this movie yeah and we don't even like it almost sounds like we don't even care to talk about the ending because of how good this movie well, was the end, yeah the up ending until is, the ending yeah the ending was so uh relieving but like not relieving but like it was just it was such a good ending to to what like what that what all that action was you think it's like oh great it's gonna end so good yeah and then it, then it sticks a knife in you real quick yeah just like but, just like yeah. the movie <laughs> yeah you know it, it i think bong jung ho wanted to illustrate the futility of it right like he the futility of uh of uh of being able to rise up out of that basement apartment yeah because this family had just gone through all of this not unscathed one of them died um but thankfully two of them got out with probation there's just like that ending cemented what i think the undertone of this movie is right the social class thing of it cuz cuz that that really the fact that it ended with the boy having a dream yeah of rising himself up and getting the money to buy the house on his own no scheme so that he can get his father out of the basement so that that all like comes together and it, and, it, and it illustrates so many different messages of what everyone thinks like a capitalist society or if you live in a first world country what the ideals of those countries are right to so if everybody works really hard you'll be able to rise yourself up from your from wherever you are but the reality of it is is that it's not that easy nope. and that it's going to take forever for him to be able to do that for his father and when he brings you on the story that he tells himself about what he's going to do to save his father camera you see his father come out of the basement him and his mother greet him and then the camera shifts and you're looking through the window into the hallway into the alleyway pans down there he is sleeping still with the message that he read from his father so oh. credits you know communicating that he's that all of that was just a dream that is not just his dream it's the dream of everyone in poverty or everyone who lives in a in a in a first world country that tells them the story that they can rise up mm -hmm. if they try really hard. But and you know that this is not a dream and he wanted it from the get-go, you know, like, yeah, yep. for sure. Like that, that knife in there, you know, uh, it definitely stamps a story, stamps the ending of that, of that story and drives home the entire socioeconomic, you know, aspect of the story that 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 started at the beginning brought the family up brought the family down and now and now it's about going back up again mm -hmm. um, you did say like uh, at the beginning of all this you said um this was the you know people consider this the best movie on the planet 
what what do you think do you think that's do you think that holds true after watching it i think parasite is a wonderful movie maybe watch it in a couple months <laughs> because it's the feelings are raw right now it's a fantastic film it definitely deserves to be watched and i applaud bong jung ho for creating a masterpiece of of cinema that details socioeconomic class and the struggles of living in that kind of society that's that's what i have to say about that 100%. yeah i think i think the the social aspects really hit hard and could could hit anybody pretty hard uh yeah. not just one specific person or uh one specific social group and i, I really i really enjoyed how how he took uh these really two worlds and turned it into uh a, just a, a phenomenal movie um and the artistic integrity that went into it was just uh, absolutely it, it is a, as well it, <laughs> like, it is a it is a technical marvel on both a storytelling aspect and and, and and a visual aspect it is yeah. it is a visual storytelling masterpiece as well as a great story and a movie it, it, it's fantastic um, I, I had never really heard uh, I, I had not put a name to the face before uh, but I'm really glad he's on my radar now so that I can look out for any projects that he comes out in the future for sure the um, future. for sure so uh, thanks for watching <laughs> all right I'm gonna stop this recording and boom!